Well, g'day and welcome uh, to episode six of The Two Jacks. I'm the other Jack, by the way, Jack the Insider, but the real Jack here is Hong Kong Jack. G'day, Jack. How are you today? Excellent, excellent. How are you? Oh, very well, thanks, mate. Uh, tell me, what's going on in Hong Kong at the moment, COVID-wise? Well, we've, we've got some cases continuing to rise and people generally are now looking at the little map that they put up on the dashboard every morning to see whether there's any cases in your vicinity or anywhere you go. And everyone's yeah. dreading being um, uh, caught in a QR code um, uh, situation where they're made to go off and be tested or worse, sent across to quarantine. Um, but the good news is, I suppose, is that... Um, our vaccination rates are now going up, and I went and got a booster yesterday, and the line was long, gratifyingly long to get in there, um, and lots of old people. And I think we're over 30% now with our over 80s, which is an over, over, over 60% with our 70 to 80. So things are looking up on that. Um, it's caused a bit of kerfuffle with the government. Carrie Lamb, our leader here, has um, decided not to go to the Olympic opening ceremony today. She's staying in Hong Kong. Probably um, be the safest place she could go, though, really, yeah. the, uh, the, in the bubble. bubble. In the bubble. Yeah, she could be in the bubble. Um, but she's been here busy giving uh, the push to the Home Secretary, Casper um, uh, Louie, um, who's a, a politician from the Democratic Alliance, Alliance for the Betterment of Hong Kong. What, a, what uh, yeah. a glorious name that is. It, it is a glorious name. And unsurprisingly, this is the Project Beijing Party with a name like that. <laughs> right. Um, uh, and uh, uh, he, he's been... She was in the midst of giving him the push, but he's jumped in first and resigned. Right. Um, and it's all become all because he went to a party for one of his political um, uh, comrades from the same uh, from the from the Democratic Alliance, um, and he was one of the thirty uh, odd uh, government officials who were sent in after quarantine. And he's decided uh, the political life is no longer for him, and he's tapped the mat. No. Meantime, Boris hasn't resigned. Yeah, well, well it, it does resonate <laughs> does resonate very starkly with conditions in the UK with with uh, illegal parties uh, around number ten. Yeah, Boris is hanging on. The Sue Gray report, which was you know, Cressida Dick from the Met said basically, no worries, just just drop the whole thing and at, around around the front of number ten, uh, and uh, and then she 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 backpedaled on that. So the Sue Gray report. Oh, it's come out. I think we're dealing with essentially an executive summary uh, and not very much else. But it has actually said that there were serious failures in management around number 10. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've had a bit of a glance at it. Um, it doesn't tell us a hell of a lot um, uh, no. that we didn't already know, you know, that, they, that they'd made a bit of a shambles of the thing. Yeah. Um, and, look, I think we said last week that Boris had started the week last uh, with a use-by date of probably about 24 hours, and I think by the end of it I figured he'd got to about 72 hours before he could start having a long look at the abyss. But it seems like he's uh, made a little bit of space and time for himself, a little bit more. I'd say now his use-by date's probably two and a half weeks. It could be. Um, I noticed this morning there were, there were more resignations, but they were mainly staff, and to be honest... He needs to get rid of them anyway. Well, that was always going to happen, wasn't yeah. it? You know, be, be, I mean, basically, the, these were problems created essentially by the staff. <laughs> yeah, the, the so Boris, they had to go. The Boris you know, overseas, and if, yeah. and if Boris isn't going to resign, 
may uh, have to go. Or, yeah. or if he does, they're going to go anyway. Well, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, their, so their careers, their careers were done and dusted. So uh, the fact that four of them resigned doesn't really take you anywhere. Um, in terms of timing, um, uh, if, if he gets through the next couple of weeks um, uh, and survives without a no-confidence motion, the next big hurdle for him to jump is the, is the May local elections, you know. Uh, these are generally treated in the UK a bit like midterms in the US as a bit of a referendum on how, how the government's going. So the Tories are going to either decide they don't want to go into those May elections with him as leader or they're going to go go into them with him as leader and see how it goes and give him the push if it doesn't go well. That's the uh, the 54 letters that, that are required. The 54 um, letters. Uh, that would be required to, to bring about a spill, 54 letters of no confidence. Uh, and that's, I think, 15% of the uh, Tory uh, um, uh, parliamentary party. It is. It is. And it, no one really knows whether they've already got the 54 or not. And the party grandees, as they're called in the Tory party, are meeting and... You know, looking at the tea leaves and working out what to do, and every pundit going around is having a crack at what needs to happen, which is always, you know, always what you would expect. Yeah, um, a cacophony of noise around it. <coughs> the best, the best, no the best answer. The best argument I read yesterday was from um, I can't think who can't think who made it, but um, uh, it was that perhaps it's time for Boris to go because he's um, he's done what we needed him to do. And, and the things we needed him to do, this Tory said, was to get Brexit done and to see off the poison of Jeremy Corbyn. And he's done those two things. Um, and, the, and there doesn't seem to be, there seems to be a bit of an absence of, well, what's he going to do next? And I'll worry about what he's going to do next. Yeah, that's the conservative view, isn't it? it is. but, but that basically uh, he, he needs to straighten up and fly right. Uh, 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 very uh, uh, well, come back to the terms. Come, come back to the centre a little bit. Uh, Lord Frost, who was his Brexit negotiator, um, uh, said he needs to get rid of all the neo-socialists, the green fanatics, and the pro-woke crowd out of his office and stuff. Yeah, again. look, I, look, that that that's almost sort of white flag stuff for me because, really, Boris and and let's be honest about Boris. Boris never never lost an election, right? No. Uh, in, so, fact, in fact, he's very good at winning them. You know, right? so, so, so you can actually turn around to Frost and others and say, look, uh, you blokes uh, have been involved in a few failures along the way. I'm not sure what you're trying to tell him that he doesn't already know. I mean, that sort of stuff is white flag stuff. It was that we will go back to our base and we will work our base and and uh, and hopefully our base will be good enough in, in 2024. Um, uh, enough to get us over the line in 2024. That would mean a lot of loss, a lot, a loss of a lot of seats, including these sort of red wall Tories that exist across the Midlands and in Northern Wales. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure the Tory base is big enough to form a government. Really. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So, so Boris is one of these fellows who can actually engage that. 
uh, uh, outside the base. He, he does. Uh, and, and he, he was, certainly he was, was very good at it in 2019. He was. But don't forget, he was twice elected Lord Mayor of London. Yeah. Which is a which is just not a job for conservatives. You know? um, yeah. Exactly right. So look, uh, we'll see how he gets on. I noticed there've been some sort of fairly breathless reports about parties, though, Jack. Now we'd all love a party, no, not necessarily political ones. Uh, is there a culture of drinking at number 10 that's perhaps worse than, I don't know, other parts of the world, perhaps, perhaps even Australia? Well, in Australia, I think it was architectural. Um, the culture of drinking was much more prevalent when they were um, still down in Old Parliament House because it had, mm. the fab- had the fabulous non-members bar. And they used to hold question time in the morning so that they're nice and early. So 11 o'clock, were, wasn't it, question yeah, time? Yeah, so, so there was time... For a, for, to, to blow the froth off a couple after question times before you settle down to a decent lunch. Have a couple of Lachlan Macquarie's, a couple of early settlers, uh, yeah, and then off yeah. to question time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, and, of course, when they moved to New Parliament House, all of that went out the window. So, um, And it wasn't such a convivial place. You know, it's on... Uh, you need roller skates to get around um, New Parliament House, as you know. You know, it's a it's a very large, uh, forbidding sort of place. But they do have a meditation room there, Jack. Have you? you I have seen. Like- I have seen the meditation room, and I've heard various explanations as to the uses it's been put to. <laughs> None of them involved having a drink. Um, but, no, uh, but no, but, no, but, no not a lot of drinking. Well, there might have been some drinking as a bit of foreplay before. I mean, <laughs> and foreplay is the foreplay is the appropriate word. The only yeah. the, the only activity. I've ever heard of going on in the meditation room is uh, a bit of horizontal folk dancing. A bit of horizontal folk dancing, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we might might need to get the boys from the lab up there to do a bit of testing uh, yeah, and just well, see what with, kind of uh, human spillage there is there with uh, with the ultraviolet lights. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, on a more serious uh, note, Jack, uh, the Ukraine. Uh, we've been we've been watching uh, the two sides basically. Uh, 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 sabre rattling at one another uh, for the last month or so. Uh, Putin doesn't look like he's uh, going to stand his troops down anytime soon, and the West, largely driven by the United States, is uh, is not giving and the UK. To be fair, is uh, is not giving uh, giving him much slack at all. It does look like a very situation, a very serious situation. 